Hey, this is Vanessa. This is Carlos. And you're listening to Retro Ad Review. This is a podcast where we select a couple of random old TV commercials and review them. So if you like commercials, listen in. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Retro Ad Review. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so this is a podcast, as the intro said, where we look at commercials. Um, so what is what's on the menu today? Commercials, specifically about the PlayStation. Ew. I like the PlayStation. Controversial yet brave statement to make. Now, I was always more of a, I don't know. I feel like I actually kicked off as being more of a Sega person and then went more <laughs> into Nintendo and then went to PlayStation. I, I'd probably say I'm still attached to the Nintendo, but like if PlayStation, if a new PlayStation system comes out, I'm much more intrigued by that than I don't know. I have mixed feelings. What about the X? What about the Xbox and PC? I have very little interest in the Xbox. <laughs> PC, I've gotten more into PC. I've I have like Steam and Epic Games. Like I don't have a powerful computer, so it's never going to work as well as it should, <laughs> I guess. But it but my computer, my laptop, it's not even a computer. My laptop works well enough to be able to handle a good variety of games, just not like yeah. the newest of the new. But I've always been more of a platform person than a PC person. What yeah. about you? Uh, I guess Nintendo because I grew up with it. So in 1996, the PlayStation came out. And Sony Computer Entertainment America tried to get our attention with commercials. They're a little weird with uh, Mr. Foam Crash Bandicoot guy. Oh, yeah. So they went kind of edgy with like Crash Bandicoot coming into things and shouting stuff at people. No, Bandicoot, it's an Australian name. Yeah. That was their edgy phase. Then it got a little more esoteric and weird. <laughs> and that's the theme for today. So today, we're not just looking at PlayStation commercials. We're looking at really weird, fairly creepy PlayStation commercials. So just as a kind of a note to listeners, um, some of these ads are pretty sound heavy as in like they're just a collection of sounds so they don't play as well to the ear so we'll just let you know what you should uh, watch on youtube so the first one that we're gonna watch is called mental wealth 1999 this one's pretty famous let me tell you what bugs me about human endeavor i've never been the human in question have you Mankind went to the moon. I don't even know where Grimsby is. Forget progress by proxy. Land on your own moon. It's no longer about what they can achieve out there in your behalf, but what we can experience up here in our own time. It's called mental wealth. Uh, that one's always really I know yeah, I don't get it well basically it's just a weird she sounds Scottish she has pigtails but the primary feature is that her face is very alien looking 
like extraterrestrial. She's just sitting in a white room with being recorded by someone. And then she's just saying, hey, yeah, the better thing now is to your own personal experience rather than human endeavor of going to the moon and stuff. It's like, I don't understand how this is supposed to sell me PlayStation. I guess it's brand recognition because what? <laughs> yeah, and the commercial ends with her looking off screen and then doing a really strange laugh. And there's like a line at the bottom of the ad that says, do not underestimate the power of PlayStation. So I <laughs> She's sitting next to a black table. Yeah, it just looks like... There. She's sitting looks next to like a black a, table and there's paper there. Is that like just a script? <laughs> Maybe. It's just like a very basic room. So this ad is also known, you know, kind of colloquially as Alien Girl. And Alien Girl is how you know her because her face is very weird. Um, so it's this kind of warped face, um, which you mentioned, and it's, it's, it's unsettling. The whole thing is very unsettling, and I think this is part of the reason why you chose it. Um, but I remember Sega also did that weird Saturn head woman. There was like a trend back then. Yeah, I think there was. Okay, so Nintendo was very normal, I guess, like very standard. They did a few kind of edgy ones where they were like competing with Sega and did kind of like Nintendo's much more powerful than Sega. They even got the butthole surfers. Yeah, exactly. So they kind of tried that, but it didn't really stick. Meanwhile, Sega always went edgy. And then when Sega kind of died... PlayStation kind of kept that going. I think they were doing it at the same time because, you know, remember Dreamcast came out in 99 and they were doing kind of weirdish commercials for it. But PlayStation went off kind of the deep end with this stuff. So this one, I think it cemented in a lot of people's minds that were around during this period because, you know, games generally are considered for kids or for young people. So typically when they'd air these, it would be during a time when you probably get the eyeballs of young people so i don't know maybe not necessarily during the cartoon block but it, maybe thereabouts so you would watch this or maybe even in the evening and it would just be really it was just unsettling it's it's kind of evoking this feeling of like uncanny valley unnervingness. yeah it's uncanny valley but it's evoking this feeling of like the like secret government recording something special like something strange and weird that we don't know about. That's kind of the impression you get when you watch this because it is an interview. It's done kind of interview so, style and it's with this like alien girl. So, so this, the government got some teenage alien girl <laughs> interviewed. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of what you're feeling from this. But what and is then, it saying? Mental wealth and all the other accomplishments of man. It's, it's, I think it's trying to tie in with the tagline, do not underestimate the power of PlayStation. So she's talking about power, but she's talking about it in the ways that you're saying. So it's, it's, it's weird. It's unsettling. It's what, like 40 second ad that's confusing. And there's a reason why it's weird and unsettling. Um, apart from this kind of being the style that PlayStation was going for at the time. What is that? The director, the video director of this particular ad is a British guy named Chris Cunningham. And he's known for um, Bjork's All is Full of Love. And you know how Bjork's got a weird visual style. But yeah. particularly, he's known for Aphex Twin videos. So oh. window liquor, <laughs> come to daddy. So if you know Aphex Twin, you know that they're going to have some really creepy weird visuals stuff that even like the front cover of like their albums just like what the hell is this so knowing that chris cunningham directed this 
makes you think, oh, okay, that makes a bit more sense. But at the time when this aired, maybe I should have been into Aphex. I don't know. I was probably in the camp where I could have been interested in music, but let's just say I wasn't. But like, you know, you're watching this as a kid and you're like, Ugh. you're not happy, you're unnerved. And I was looking into this ad because it's so it's so famous and it's so interesting that there had to be a little bit more to it. You know what I mean? I think at the time as well, a lot of people said that it was made by other directors or something like that. Like, I think there was something about David Lynch maybe having directed it or something. But it's it's just, it's actually very simple. Like with most commercials, it's a very simple kind of story. <laughs> but, um, so it's this, a teenage Scottish girl. And she kind of talks about having never gone to Grimsby, which is an area in, in England, and talking about like mental wealth. So they actually, so they put out a call for actresses and this girl decided to go for it. She was, she was still kind of, tr- she was trying to act. She was young. She was like, okay, I'll, I'll audition for this. So she auditioned for this and she actually got it, but she didn't quite know what they were at or what they were doing so it wasn't a particularly normal kind of acting thing it was it was scripted but didn't feel as on it doesn't feel as scripted so she actually the clothing that she's wearing I think is her own garment it's her own dress so and she kind of dressed herself for this so it wasn't anything that was ultra ultra produced which gives it that quality of fly on the wall am I watching something that's actually real like the government's released this weird alien that they found like this is just a snippet of footage of something that we're not supposed to see you know and of course it's playstation so it's obviously something we're supposed to see (laughs) and she was still at school at the time up in scotland so she you know she filmed it and then there was an interview done with her a few years ago and she was just saying that she didn't really know what the deal was like they weren't they i think playstation wasn't saying who the girl was so a newspaper called the sun red top over in the uk had the rights to the story showing what she actually looked like because her visual her face was really disturbing to people so i think that really caught people's imaginations (laughs) so a newspaper got the rights to be like this is the girl so they told they told her not to let anyone take a picture of her face so that the exclusive wouldn't be you know spoiled so if she went outside she wouldn't show it and this was only for a short period it wasn't like she was like this for a year or something then she said one day i woke up and there were paparazzi outside my house not loads only two or three but i was living in this little flat with my mom at the time and it was quite unlike anything that went on around there so it just kind of turned into this weird little moment for her where she wasn't quite sure what was going on. And it was a bit more of a, a <laughs> moment for her than she's realized it because she was from a small, she was from Dumbarton, which is, wasn't, isn't like a huge place in Scotland as far as I'm aware. Is that so, why she wanted to go to Grimsby? Get a bigger place? I don't, I think that was part of the script, the Grimsby stuff. I don't think it was that she had something against Grimsby. There's a, one note that I thought was kind of funny when I was uh, reading, <laughs> reading about her is that you know, at the end, like when she looks off screen and kind of laughs, that yeah. was just a, you know, I forgot what it was, but like a cameraman or somebody like on the crew said something over to her and she just laughed at them. So that was actually a real interaction. It wasn't a scripted thing. It does look more natural. And I think it saves the commercial a little bit because it's like she looks more human and relatable. Yeah. Which then also makes her creepy. When she laughs, it's a nice laugh, but it ends up, they make the pace higher pitched and faster. So she starts off kind of in a normal chuckle and then it goes like really high. So it, it's also, you know, when she does that, it feels very natural and normal, but then the laugh makes it seem 
not human you know so it's this it's that that weird play with like this is a person but is it a person oh it's a person they're laughing and then that horrible weird laugh at the end so, so what did they do to her face so it's just it's just computer kind of pulled eyes to the sides of the head just like her face doesn't look like that just to put it very simply I'm assuming yes it doesn't <laughs> Um, it doesn't look like that. It's a very normal face. But she also said that people genuinely thought that's what I looked like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just because I guess people didn't really know what her her deal was. But yeah, I thought that was kind of an interesting one. I think it was enough of a brouhaha for a newspaper to publish a story about her and kind of reveal this of the weird looking face of this girl. Um, Man, it was in newspapers and everything. Yeah, she got interviewed. She also got interviewed by the BBC as well. So, you know, people would go around asking her, like, hey, are you from that PlayStation ad? Um, What's her name? Fiona, which is pretty... Um, but that's quite cool and I think she just looks back on the whole thing kind of fondly. Very strange. Um, They gave her a free PlayStation as well, but she didn't really play playstation so it wasn't that big of a (laughs) they paid her let's just make that clear they paid her but they gave her playstation as well (laughs) oh and one small thing that's quite stupid that i forgot to say about grimsby is that she revealed in her interview i think it's with games radar that her husband is from grimsby so she was 17 year old then it's just kind of a silly little coincidence that her husband was born in grimsby and it's part of what made her kind of famous the weird oh, comment okay. about well, it <laughs> beautiful in its way but yeah that one's kind of fun i'm still unnerved by it but that's kind of the small story behind mental wealth wealth i can't i can't do these accents it's not my thing <laughs> all right so how about we move on so the next one is a playstation 2 advert so the first one was for PlayStation. Now this is PlayStation 2. And it's called Welcome to the Third Space. saying the third place like you you got third place you got bronze because there's another thing here that says the making of the third place i think it's the third place so to anybody that's listening here it's an advert that says welcome to the third space but it might also be the third place we don't know this is a weird commercial and i I, i'll let you playstation has it as the third space yeah that's really called third place i don't know but whatever i'm gonna call it the third place 
<laughs> right. So the advert kicks off with like flames. It's in black and white. And there's a main character protagonist guy that we follow through this commercial. So it's about a minute long. And he's walking through a very suspicious hallway. It's dark and it's got weird stuff coming out of it, like the fire. He sees a woman when he looks to one side. There's like a gap and it shows a woman going shh, like putting her finger over her mouth. And she looks like she's in space. And then when he looks to his other side, he just sees a door, an open door and some weird activity going on in that side. And he gives it a thumbs up. All oh, right. So he gives himself a thumbs up. This is a whacked out commercial. Anyway, he continues down the path. He sees more distressing, weird things like clouds and smoke. Uh, his head comes off of his body. Basically shows his body and his head is like disembodied. It floats, then it gets sucked back into his body, and then an arm flies out of his mouth, and then we see more smoke, and then we see more smoke coming out of his body, and then he's just kind of staring at it. And once the smoke clears, we can see the full length of the room or hallway that it's, he's in, and then there are three people on the couch. It's a doppelganger of himself, a person that's wrapped up in gauze, like completely wrapped up in gauze, their eye looks a bit bloodied and their mouth looks a bit bloodied. So the gauze shows a bit of blood on them. The arm that popped out of his mouth is also hanging out saying hi, I guess. And then there's another person in a suit, but they have a duck's head. So he just <laughs> kind of stares at them. And then that voice that you heard at the end that goes, welcome to the third place is the duck. So the duck's talking to him. And then, you know, the PlayStation 2 logo pops up. And that's it. Now, when I was... screams, like... So I skipped this commercial when we were looking over it or when we were kind of compiling these commercials and I didn't see it in full. I just saw a piece of it. But the moment that couch appeared, I was literally about to say, this is Twin Peaks. And there's a good reason for that. <laughs> so who do you think directed this? I'm going to say Steven Spielberg, though. Um, that would be cool. <laughs> I want to see a blockbuster thing, like a dinosaur giving you a PlayStation 2. <laughs> so, I will say that this is David Lynch. Like, seriously, just watching this thing. Like, the just guy even looks like Agent Dale Cooper. Yeah, he's in a suit. It's it's a weird like confluence of weird things happening. And then just them sitting on the couch together is very much Twin Peaks when they're in the Black Lodge and there's a person on a couch and there's another person on a couch and all of that weird stuff happening. So it's like, OK, this is clearly David Lynch. So, yeah, this there's no, you know, big surprise. Everyone, <laughs> I'm not saying that makes it sound like I hate him. But yeah, this is a David Lynch commercial. Yeah. So I'm right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. So behind the scenes, the advertising guys asked David Lynch if he would record it because their concept for the third place is that the PlayStation 2 is amazing and it takes you to a whole different realm. They were thinking of who to uh, who could capture that. And they said David Lynch. The third place is not up, not down, not waking, not sleeping, not the past, not the present. It's the third thing. There is no one else like David Lynch and uh, it's reassuring that you know from his point of view and uh, he said it himself he's uh, he's been living in the third place <laughs> for quite a few years so uh, if there was one person that was going to understand what we needed to communicate uh, it was going to be uh, David Lynch 
So they sent only a voiceover of what they wanted, and Lynch said yes. So he's an American uh, director, but the interesting thing about this, this thing never played in the U.S. Oh, okay. That's weird. Why is that? I don't know, but it said it played in hundreds of countries except the U.S. <laughs> Maybe it was too weird for the U.S. Hold on. David Lynch made Twin Peaks. Why would it be weird for the U.S. if they would say, hey, look, it looks like Twin Peaks. But he worked with a lot of the Twin Peaks guys that he worked with, like uh, his sound guys and everything. He only shot it in two days. And there's like a cool behind the scenes video. Like the guy, the main uh, agent guy, he's kind of just walking down the hallway. Then they put like a blue uh, mask on his head so they could blue screen, green screen his head flying away. Okay, now Scott, if we wanted to take his head off here and have it float ahead of him and come toward us and his body walk behind him, okay? And... (laughs) Yeah, they, they just show behind the scenes and how they they liked his style of working because they said everyone was really together and friendly and it was unlike how tough it was for other adverts that we've worked on. But yeah. you could see him like saying fire now and then it blows the fire and it blows the smoke. Dave Storm Smoke. That's good, Dave. Okay. Fire. Okay. This is so fucking beautiful. <laughs> But the, the guy at the end, they showed him that they were wrapping him completely in, in gauze and mummifying him. Then they like put black dye over his eye and mouth. We gotta wrap Nino's head, gotta paint his mouth and eyes. That's gonna work out good. They, they took it off of him at the end of the shoot and they're like, you did a really good job with that thing. <laughs> but yeah, so the ad was done and they sent it to uh, Sony and stuff. But the thing was that the the main thing about the PlayStation 2 is that it has it's black and blue. It has that, that cool, sleek, electric blue across oh, the bar. Oh, man, I used to love that on the PlayStation 2. I don't know why. I just yeah. love that color scheme. So they said they had to keep the color scheme. And then they said one thing about this, it's in black and white. So then they were disappointed, but they watched it and they were like, yeah, we really like this. So they ditched the color version. Oh, okay. Well, that's what I was going to so say. Then, I couldn't tell the color of the one guy that's all wrapped up, but I guess there was a color version out there, so maybe it could have... Yeah, then they put it out, and it was a hit everywhere except the USA, apparently. <laughs> but I read that Lynch didn't like the black and white version. Bullshit. That's how I feel. Total fucking bullshit. Oh, that's weird. I don't know why. I just assume he would. Yeah, I know. But one more bit of tidbit. Who do you think voiced the duck? Oh my god. Um, I don't know. Bugs Bunny? Who's the central focus of this thing? Oh, the duck? The yeah. guy? No, David Lidge voiced the duck. Oh. <laughs> well, I really failed that. <laughs> the one that I, the only thing I was a little disappointed with was that it didn't have that whoosh sound. Yeah, I don't know how to do that sound, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can understand that, but it's pretty... But overall, it was a... Yeah, it sends you to a whole different realm, so it's it gives you this. So it, again, it's the same thing that it's like... Even as brand recognition, it's like, I don't get this. I mean, it does fit in term, in the tone of, um, you know, our, our theme of today of just weird PlayStation commercials. So, I mean, I can give it that. I like David Lynch. I mean, they hired him for a reason, and this, you know, they, he, he, he delivered, I think, is what I'm trying to point out here. <laughs> yeah. He delivered on the weird. 
I mean, that's what you, when you want weird, you go to David Lynch. Okay, so let's check out the last one in our trio of trippy. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Trio of trippy. (laughs) So this one, if you want to find it online, it's called PS3 Baby Commercial. This one's also, I think this one definitely made its way to the States. So you are likely familiar with it. I've seen this commercial so many times in my life. I don't know how. And every time I'm still weirded out. Right. So just to, <laughs> if you've never seen this commercial. Don't look at it. Don't, don't yourself a favor. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a baby. Again, like think of mental wealth, empty warehouse room. But this time it's filled with a baby doll. So it's not a real baby. And the huge fat PlayStation 3, like the initial beginning PlayStation 3, not PlayStation 3 Slim, the fat one. So the baby is this nude little baby doll. It zooms in on the baby. It zooms in on the PlayStation and the baby opens its eyes by itself. So I guess it's possessed and it starts making cooing baby noises. And you're like, all right, that's fine it's not really fine though and then you hear and then it starts getting like a disembodied sound to it the whole time it's just staring at the playstation it lifts its arm towards the playstation it smiles it blinks it starts doing creepy stuff when it cuts to the playstation it cuts back to the baby it cuts to the baby's eyes and it's dripping water from its eyes and there's like a lot of I don't know, some sort of flames or activity are going on behind these this baby doll's eyes. And then, oh, the teardrops that were falling down its face, they go back up into its eye. Then the PlayStation starts floating. And then it says, play beyond, and shows PlayStation 3, the logo. In Leet speak with the, the, the E, the oh, yeah. a three, red three. So it's play beyond with the B, the backwards play three. Play the three on. Yeah, it's so weird. It's definitely one of the weirdest commercials out there. Okay, the David Lynch one is definitely weird. But anyway. <laughs> and like, the, uh, like the alien girl, his laugh distorts. So what's the story behind this one? I don't know. It came from aliens. Okay. No, <laughs> but uh, it was actually the very first commercial to pop out for the PS3. Oh, this is the they launch commercial for it. So the launch commercial before it came out because they wanted to grab your attention again, apparently. <laughs> but it was to get hyped for the, the thing that was coming out. They actually played this. So wait, no, no, this isn't the launch the commercial. It's before of, launch to get you like, ooh, PlayStation 3 is happening. It was the first one to, to show about the PlayStation 3. Okay, but the PlayStation they 3 hadn't it come during, out yet? Oh, no, not yet. Okay. It came out... During game four of the World Series of Baseball, this commercial was in the middle of a baseball game. Mm. <laughs> that must have been weird. This is called the <laughs> Play, Play Beyond campaign. Its, its thing was 
supposed to be again about the power of the PlayStation 3. It's like it's a giant white room. They put the PlayStation in there and to show that it's super powerful, which is what you were supposed to get from this commercial. Uh... Even an inanimate object like this baby doll will start feeling the awesome power of the PlayStation 3. That it goes through all types of emotions and the PlayStation 3 floats. The guy who uh, was in charge of the marketing, Peter Dill, he said, emotion is a big part of the category. You've seen the baby spot, which kicked off the TV effort. The whole thought behind that was, look at the wide variety of emotions the PlayStation 3 can elicit. The other theme we were setting up is the power of the PlayStation 3 is so awesome that anything placed in close proximity is witness to the awesome power. So this baby doll is whipped around through a gut-wrenching range of emotions, from laughing to crying to reverse crying, because that's apparently a thing. <laughs> that's going to that's going to set up a series of spots where you'll see the power of the PlayStation 3 in this white room environment. And then they had other stuff in the white room, like a Rubik's Cube that just started floating and melting its colors, and the wall crumbling in, and it was just tried to be weird. Okay. So then... <laughs> They were just coming off bad PSP commercials. Like oh my there god, was the PSP. One... Forget that. <laughs> Everybody. Not me, of course. Off. Of course I it's never bad. forgot about it. <laughs> they, there was like, all I want for Christmas is a PSP, all that stuff. So they, they had to live up to something better. But everyone was like, this is really weird. Later on, uh, Dill, Peter Dill, he said... That the original marketing campaign didn't communicate the system's virtue very well. He's like, I'd like to think even the best messaging in the world wouldn't have done a whole lot to sell $600 game machine in a wretched economy. And he oh. wanted, they wanted to change it like it's PlayStation 3. Oh, it's a, a kid's toy. It's, it's just games. It's like, nope, it does everything else. But after that, they were like, you know, we got to really show what this does. And after that, the commercials just got more normal. They said... The universe of everything or something like that and they showed uh, just a bunch of the first party games the third party games and the actual power of the machine because they they tried other weird things all around the world like i think in europe there was a naked russian guy who was telling you about the mediocrity of your life and then he points a gun at you and this is playstation 3 oh my god what okay so eventually after this campaign they just went to the famous kevin butler ads remember kevin butler I do not. Who is Kevin Butler? He was uh, the PlayStation vice president of whatever he needed to be. And they decided to... What? He's like, oh, I'm the uh, I'm Kevin Butler, vice president of Crash Bandicoot answering questions. Oh, okay. I'm Kevin Butler, vice president of playing PlayStation in an airplane or while skydiving or whatever Kevin he Butler needed to be. He was the, the vice future. president. Whoa, that unlocked a memory. Um, okay, yeah. This guy. They, they said that after that, they were trying to make it more like the early days with the, the foam Crash Bandicoot guy and the funness. Where it and was then, edgy, but still understandable. And then after that, it just they did the long-lived play one where all the, the characters were reminiscing about their adventures, like Kratos and uh, Nathan Drake and a bunch of other people were telling Michael that they liked him because he was there with their adventure. And it was like, oh, yeah, you get to play as these people for all he does for all of us to michael, to michael! To michael! To michael! so it just kept getting better and better from 
here's our intro a crying screaming baby thing it's a crying screaming baby okay i remember those ads as well the ones that you're talking about like those campaigns still said yeah it it played into the notion that we were an arrogant company so we had to change it to something they had to change that like like nicer the way that (laughs) i kind of powerful the way that i kind of see it evolving is that they they went mad no um they they went (laughs) they they started off weird and they kept with weird but then i think they really kind of collapsed in themselves on that front because the commercial the first commercial to this one are almost 10 years apart something like that and the first commercial is it's still it's super weird i think all of them these are all weird and they're all unnerving and they're all creepy (laughs) um so let's just get that out of the way but there was that power theme that's supposed to go through all of them pretty much I can't pick up on yeah. that. I just couldn't. Like I, yeah. The first one had power of the PlayStation. The second one took you to another world, and this one had a inanimate object manipulating power. Yeah, like, and then you know you went with the Rubik's cube and all that kind of stuff. But like, I can't get a sense of power from this. I'm just like, what the hell is happening? Like, uh, okay, yeah, let's exactly. look at it this way. I'm a prime target audience during the entire swath of these commercials. One, two, and three. Those were all geared towards a person like me. And a person like me was like, what's happening? Like, I'm still going to buy the PlayStation. I still want it, but I'm still like, what's going on here? Maybe it was good because it helped create a bit of word of mouth. It, it doesn't communicate what's it's like, is it backwards compatible? <laughs> like, I guess you aren't supposed to do like that that on the, fi- <laughs> the 50s and 70s commercials did where they go, you know, Irish spring will make you clean or whatever. They'll say stuff like, this is getting into the brand is so good and you know our brand evokes this but they did a poor job of evoking anything now the one does that even work anymore like hey here is this bar it will make you clean i think people got sick of it but i do think that type of stuff kind of works if you look at what's kind of playing right now not necessarily commercial wise but like social media influencers influencers are like i love using this thing this thing um, this that I've made and branded. Use... Well, no, like they work with a, a company and the company is like, here's a facial scrub, you know, promote it. Now, some people yeah. aren't falling for it as much anymore. So maybe we're kind of moving out of that zone. But like huh. an influencer will say something like, I love this facial scrub. And then they'll, you know, so you use it like this and you do it like this. It's amazing. It leaves my skin so smooth. The difference now is that we're not separated from the TV from the person that's telling us that. It's a person that we feel slightly connected with because we've chosen to follow them. We see their everyday life in a way or whatever yeah, it is that they choose to show us. Product. But they're still showing us the product. They're they're not doing this whole, you know, third space stuff. They're doing stuff like <laughs> here is me actively using the product and showing you how to use it and what it does to my face. You know, so it's kind of like we're glued to our phones, just like we were glued to the television before. So this is just new commercials, um, except they're not as scripted or they are scripted. But so I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that we are kind of going back in a way to some of those old school methods of communicating stuff, communicating how to use the product or why the product is good. But we're we're doing it in a different way, in a more supposedly kind of like realistic way. But this was during a period these PlayStation commercials when 
I guess it was just about like these brands can do whatever they want. I don't know. I think they still can. Like you look at some Nike commercials and they're still doing the whole we support moms. I, I don't know. I think they released something like that recently. But yeah, the, the thing I was going to say about this commercial is I have seen this commercial, like I said at the beginning, numerous times over the years on television and then coming across it on the internet and stuff. And then for something like this, it is not until the moment that you said the power of the PlayStation is influencing this baby. I never knew that. <laughs> you can't tell that from the commercial. I had not a clue about that at all. So you say that to me was an absolute surprise. It's <laughs> like, is that what's <laughs> happening? I thought like, I'm just thinking demon baby, demon PlayStation. Like I'm thinking this is just some possession <laughs> storyline that they're doing. And it's like beyond, or is it play beyond? It's like, you're going beyond, I don't know. You're going to the supernatural or something. I was like, all right, fine, whatever. But I didn't know it was like the PlayStation is so powerful. It is corrupting this baby. <laughs> or it's making this baby emote. I didn't think it was emoting. I thought it just had like flame eyes. Right. Because I've already gone into it. Shall we rank these things? Okay, just get away from this. <laughs> Okay, so what's your least favorite? This is actually kind of tough. Uh, let me see. I guess the baby. Baby would be my least favorite. The simplicity of the white room. It's just a plastic baby, a black George Foreman grill PlayStation. <laughs> and it's just scary. The others were a little unnerving or a little artsy that you could be like, okay. But this one's just kind of scary and it again it doesn't get the message through the power of the place you have a naked baby crying and then it's eyes flame you're thinking more like devils and stuff and it reverse cries and it that hideous laugh like, <laughs> play beyond how am i supposed to play with this i'm scared of it now <laughs> i struggle with this ranking i think i will put ps3 baby at the bottom as well okay Let's let's get this straight about all of them, apart from them being weird, creepy or whatever. They're all memorable. Like, I still remember this PS3 baby after many, many years. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's been over 10 years. What year are we in? It's been like 15 years or something. And I still remember this dumb commercial. So it did a good job of kind of like cementing itself in my brain. But I also remember it in a negative sense of what is happening. <laughs> um so i think that's why it's at the bottom it's not really accomplishing can i say any of them are accomplishing the goal uh, this one this one's just I, I actually oh man this is tough um this is gonna be hard for the uh second question yeah i oh <laughs> oh yeah this is gonna be a mess yeah, that's why it's the third, because I've had I have many feelings about it. And actually, the overarching reason why it's my least favorite is because of that brand new information that you gave me that the PlayStation 3 is causing the baby to emote because of the power of it. I did not pick that up at all. Oh, we missed a good joke. Like this is a PlayStation 3, so I got three. But the third place could also gotten third place. Okay. But it didn't. <laughs> okay, so what is your second? I'm kind of debating. Uh, I guess I'll go with the David Lynch one because it is just 
super weird and again it doesn't get through what it wants to get through that it takes you to another world of amazement like if it took me to freaking uh space and i was playing with jack and daxter i'd be like oh yeah i want to play this but instead it's a agent cooper guy who gets an arm shooting out of his mouth and he meets a duck man and himself and a mummy it's like what is that supposed to tell me what a what a sentence that was um <laughs> i i yeah actually for its artistic form it looks nice enough but it's just like what's it trying to tell me and again this one's just below number one because it is the best well made i assume the acting and everything that went in it yeah there's effort involved in this i agree with you this one's also my middle and i'm probably not struggling as much as you but i'm letting something inch it out for a particular reason between the one and the two the reason why this one's kind of middle for me is that at least i'm not left with why am i not left with the insane questions of the baby that's so stupid i don't even like this is all subjective folks so i guess because it was a human you could kind of yeah, maybe in that's what world. it was i'm still shocked by that revelation of my playstation 3 baby i won't get over this for a little bit for this one this middle one david lynch i enjoy david lynch i enjoy the visual references that i got from him so i think that's why it, i enjoy it a bit more because it's it's something that i like when i saw that i thought twin peaks i wasn't you know i'm not i, I like twin peaks i think it's a weird show or whatever but like i saw it and i was like oh that's that's fun or like, this is clearly Lynch, you know, that kind of thing. And this guy going through a little journey is is interesting. And I do think it's pretty funny about the duck saying, like, welcome to the third space. It's like, what is going on here? <laughs> Similar to the baby in a way, but it's also, there's a little bit of, a, for me, it, it all feels, it's all kind of funny. The unnerving bit for me about this one is that mummified, ga- like, gauze person that looks like they're bleeding. <laughs> I don't like that. I think if it was the man and the duck, I'd be like, that's really funny. Because the arm, the arm that flew out of his uh, his mouth is also there. Like, it's part of the, the, quad, the quartet there. Like, so it's him, the duck man, the weird gauze person, and the arm. And it's like, this doesn't make sense. But it's just funny. I think it's pretty funny so i think that's why i like it i like that it's a little story and it's kind of funny and it's got some visual references that i like so that's why yeah as far <laughs> I, as I, david I lynch to... goes it's like oh. how does he get away with what he gets away with anyone else would be called lynchian and trying to rip him off or pretentious like how does he get away with that i think that too I, weird <laughs> it's really hard for me to say that because i like him and i think the stuff that he came up with like twin peaks is good i enjoyed maholland drive i i liked blue velvet i like i like some of his films this is just i watched something recently of his called what did jack do and it's like a 20 minute episode of him in black and white that's why i thought he'd like black and white of him interrogating a monkey like you know the little capuchin monkeys interrogating it and the monkey's mouth moves but do you remember the conan o'brien um sequences uh, the clutch cargo mouth move thing yeah that mouth thing so it's on that monkey but probably done better and it's david lynch's voice so david lynch is trying to find out if this monkey committed some sort of crime (laughs) it's just stupid (laughs) genuinely stupid and he just is allowed to do that (laughs) and i remember when he promoted that movie he was on the highway with the cow with the cow yeah i always remember that with the cow i feel like that's the first time like he registered for me for some reason i don't know but anyway, anyway this this is kind of a fun watch 
Right. So, okay. So that means both of our number ones is Alien Girl, aka Mental Wealth. I guess it would be her because she was the most explanatory. It's like, hey, we went to the moon. I never went to Grimsby, but I'm very happy in my own head. And that's what's really good about life and the human experience. The mental wealth you carry around with you. And I guess if you do tie that to the PlayStation, the PlayStation makes you happy when you're playing it. So it does make some kind of sense. And then at the end, it did seem the most human, even though she looks like an alien. She's like laughing regularly with the the ad-libbed cut that they put in. But then they distorted it and it made it out again. But again, power. I yeah. That's what I like most about this. I don't understand the power element of it, and I don't think I ever will. I like this one, and I think it's a little bit edged out because of the nostalgia one, the nostalgia factor, which didn't help the baby. But this one, I just really, I just kind of enjoy the commercial. I'm a bit weirded out by it. Um, The visuals are interesting. The girl feels like you can kind of identify with her. So I think that's what's kind of nice about it. And it feels a little bit more relaxed, I suppose. Uh, you know, the laugh that she does at the end of the kind of giggle thing, I thought was kind of nice. And and all the stuff that you kind of said about maybe you could connect with the PlayStation in this kind of way. Like you can you can make those connections. Like with the other ones, I'm not making any connections. But you have to stretch it. Yeah, this one, it feels like there's a little bit of a connection that I could logically get to. While the other ones, I completely missed it or there's just no logic. So it doesn't matter. But it looks um, like she's partially like she's been kidnapped or something. Yeah, it looks like she's an alien. Like, this is the, the story that I always had in my mind. It's like she's an alien that's been captured and they're just doing interviews with her to understand a bit more about what's going on and with her and who she is and who her people are or something. And then she I came like, here to find fun game toys. <laughs> yeah, I think th- that's why I like this one. And it's a little bit more normal can you even say that um (laughs) the most normal in the context of everything else that's going on here it's the most normal all right so of the three which would you buy based off the commercial alone what would incur so we have to buy the playstation one two or three based on the commercial right mental wealth just because we can make that slight connection that's about the only thing that i can go with on this i would go say with mental wealth too because I cannot make the connection with the other two. I think the other thing that in just going back in time, because like we're trying to do this almost isolated, like if you just watch these commercials now, which one would convince you? Um, But kind of going back in time for me, I think the power of the PlayStation, the impact of mental wealth was so weird that it does kind of really stick in your mind. So I feel like I would have been more like, whoa, weird. Not, oh yeah, it's PlayStation being weird again for like PS3 baby. So I think for this one, even then I would still go for the PlayStation 1 because of the impact of how strange it was. And also Aphex Twin director creeps me out. Um, so there's a, there's a lot kind of going on there, but I think... So of the three directors, yeah. which is the weird? <laughs> <laughs> Probably David Lynch, just because he seems like a weird man. Cool. All right, so I think we've gone through all of them. Thank you. Uh, we've gone through our trio, Trippy. Our Trippy trio. Our trio um, trip. Uh, thank you for enjoying us (laughs) thank you for sticking with us through this wild and weird series of commercials please make sure to look at them online because they are not right you must see to believe them 
So if you enjoyed this, please subscribe um, to us on Spotify, Google, Apple, all the places where you can get us uh, Podcast Addict on podcast channels. We're also on Facebook and Instagram uh, as Retroad Review. So if you like us, you can talk to us there. We'll be back with a brand new block of ads in our next episode. So in the meantime, take your alien friends and your babies and your gauze friends and play some PlayStation. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. And everybody did a fantastic job. Thank you very much. Thank you all. Let's wrap it up. Thank you.